Hello, welcome to episode 275 of Crash the UK Geek Show. Thank you for tuning in. This was recorded on Wednesday the 3rd of July 2019 at 22.20.37. I had to pause there for a minute because the mic set a little away from the screen. I had to squint. You may or may not be able to hear me sounding a little nasal. That's for a different reason this time. Apparently I have another cold. Also, do you remember I was saying in the last episode I had problems with Audacity? Well, the problems weren't with Audacity. They were with my external portable Seagate hard drive. There'd been some kind of disconnection in software or some kind of error. And Audacity wasn't finding its settings. In fact, later on, a lot of my programs just weren't finding their settings. Plugging the drive in again fixed those problems. But sorry for blaming Audacity. That is also the reason I sound a little mechanical in the last podcast, although probably clearer but definitely different sounding. I was using my little Sony solid-state recorder, and I have noticed that there does seem to be a difference between going through something digital and going through an analogue mixer. I used to put it down to just analogue snobbery, but yeah, there is a difference. It does sound more natural through my cheap Yamaha MG06 analogue mixer. Anyway, let's stop waffling about that and start waffling about something else. Why another podcast so, so soon? Why? And in my show notes, I have said why three times, ending with an enterobang, which is fast becoming my favourite punctuation mark. A bit like Donald Trump's exclamation mark. Actually, I used to use exclamation marks quite a lot, so thank Donald Trump for me not doing that anymore, not wanting to be like him. Oh yeah, and the reason. I made several errors and omissions in the last episode, which is what happens when you're trying to do too much. I have been podcasting so much lately, and this is a solo effort. There's only me writing the notes, editing the audio, doing everything, and it does become a bit crazy. Which is why I found a duplicate entry for one of the previous shows. There was some error in the XML, which I have since corrected. Ah, sorry about that. Those errors we will address in the culture section. I also really had to slot this extra show in here before doing anything else, otherwise it will make listening to the podcast in chronological order a little difficult for people, so I'm just trying to be helpful. Although it does conflict with my fight against linear time, in this case it might be a good idea. To make a somewhat short podcast a little longer and more interesting and engaging, I'll also share my experiences of walking around central London after a break of a couple of years. 
that is in the creative section, which are the two sections in this episode of Crash. Because the main purpose of the trip was to take some photographs to use as a cover for my novel, The Horus Box, that you've heard too much about over the years. Let's do the show. As I just said, I have made some errors in episode 274 of Crash when I talked about the mutants, and I'm going to address them right now. By the way, in case you're wondering, the show notes for the previous episodes, errors and all, will remain unchanged, because they are show notes, not blog posts, and they should honestly reflect the contents of the associated show. Before we get on with those errors and omissions, I have one other thing to add, which is a note about those show notes, because I'm sometimes asked about this. They are not a script that I read from. I often go all over the place and have to change the show notes post-show because I have tangented so much. Neither are they a transcript. They are really something in between the two of those things. In other words, they're show notes. Albeit they are quite nicely formatted to be read like bona fide articles now. My notes also tend to be more extensive than that of other people's shows, and that is because at the time of writing this is still a solo podcast, and doing a solo podcast can be difficult without detailed notes. As you will know if you are a solo podcaster. Let's get on with those errors now. First of all, in the last episode, which was recorded on the 1st of July, I said it was Pride Week. But Pride Week is in June, and it isn't a week. It is a month. It is Pride Month. I vaguely know what Stonewall was, but my general knowledge in this area is perhaps not as it should be. Sorry about that. Which neatly segues on to representation. I also said that representation of diversity was good, and it was for non-white characters. But what about gender? Oh dear. The cast was exclusively male, apart from Joe. There appears to be not a single female character present. This is so strange. It seems totally amazing that I missed that. How did I miss that? Come to think of it, now in retrospect, many of the older stories in Doctor Who do seem to have mostly if not exclusively male cast. What else? Ah, yes, I also said that the overlords were manipulating the biosphere. What I actually meant was atmosphere. I don't know how I bodged that. Finally, and probably worst of all, I said nothing about creature design, and that is very, very silly of me because the fully mutated mutts 
aka the mutants, or as we know better by now, evolving Salonians, in the insectoid stage, are portrayed by actors wearing quite complicated and interesting and elaborate costumes. They look like bipedal earwigs, although more friendly and more ant-like, but with huge, soulful eyes. And although the eyes are static, to me they look sad and expressive. The bug suits are a dark and shiny, segmented exoskeleton, and work quite well in the scenes within the shadowy caves. But later, in the cold light of the space station, they look shambling and ridiculous. I think the director should have written in an impromptu power failure to kill the lights. Which is why there is sometimes a difference between what the writer wants and what ends up on the screen. There is sometimes a valid reason for that. That is the extent of my (laughs) cock-ups of episode 274. I'll try and be more careful next time. Maybe I will list some headers that I can always refer to when analysing the particular Doctor Who serial that I've just rewatched. Things like creature design, representation, script. And that's it. Let's move on to the creative section, which is about my quest for some cover photographs for my novel, The Horus Box. And that consisted with me going to London and walking around with my smartphone and snapping some shots. I was thinking of taking an old Lumix camera that I have, but just before the trip I opened it up and there had been in the past a battery leak and it looked like a mess. At some stage I had meant to repair the camera, but I never had the time to get in there and clean it all out. So I ended up using my camera phone, which wasn't really the best thing to use. Although I did get some nice enough shots. Let's talk about that walk around London. First of all, it was really hot. Really, really hot. Which seems to be always the case whenever I traipse around London. Second, I had a cold, which I had cleverly caught just at the time of buying my train tickets. Third, I got lost, which is shameful for a Londoner, but I'm always doing this. I walked north instead of south when I exited Euston Station. When I did get lost, I came across a pub. (laughs) And that pub was The Rocket. Okay, it was probably named after Stevenson's rocket, nothing sci-fi, so nothing really special. But, again, it was called The Rocket. And why am I making such a fuss about that? Because, you know how I say that this show is recorded from the back room of Outer City Spaceports Rocket Tavern. There you are. I found its namesake. Or perhaps I slipped through a wormhole also known as an Einstein-Rosen bridge. One or the other. 
I'll let you decide which. And then, to top it all on the way back, I overdid it. I've been overdoing it all day. I was absolutely exhausted, overheated, dehydrated, and a little confused. Almost, but not quite sunstroke. And I got lost again. I misfollowed a sign for Trafalgar Square and ended up at a quite different column that was not Nelson's. How many columns are there in London? And one other thing that I missed out on doing was going to my pub at Houston Station. Completely forgot about that in the rush to get home. Being so tired did have one benefit. It alleviated the symptoms of Tourette syndrome, which I've talked about before, although for the life of me I can't find out where I talked about that in the past show notes. Unfortunately, it also made me walk like Captain Jack Sparrow. The point is I do not recommend near death from heat as a viable or credible medical treatment of Tourette syndrome. And what of the photos, which was the whole purpose of my trip? I did take photographs from Waterloo Bridge, at and from Cleopatra's Needle, and at St. Martin's in the Fields at Trafalgar Square, where I was incidentally local shamed by foreign construction workers when I inquired about what had happened to the market. One of the younger guys said, How do you expect us to know? You should know. You're from... By that time, I'd walked off. And man, it wasn't just the market. It looked as though half of London was being rebuilt. It's always something of an architectural shock returning to London after a considerable break. I think... The last time I went to London, I also mentioned how different things look, and every time you go there, different again. One of the most ridiculous things I saw in central London, and again, I can't believe that I haven't mentioned this before, maybe I have, because it sounds like something I would moan about, is that central London seems to have rebranded itself as the North Bank to compete with the South Bank that was renamed in the 1951 Festival of London. There was some sad bunting up on the Strand with a hashtag North Bank. That's really weird because according to a quick peruse of Google, the rebrand happened in 2013. The fact that this happened so long ago, and I only noticed it yesterday, and they still have these notices proclaiming North Bank, puts pay to the question asked by the press in 2013 of whether the phrase North Bank would ever catch on. It appears it didn't. What other changes can I moan about? Ah, yes. There was also the disappearance of the comfortable chairs in the National Portrait Gallery. I used to use those chairs in which to snooze in the middle of my trek because I was so tired. 
I commiserated with a rather attractive member of staff who probably isn't listening to this, unfortunately, until I realised that I was coming off as a complaining older bloke rather than a dynamic, flirty younger bloke. You tend to do this when you regale a person with an anecdote of having been mistaken for dead a number of years ago in said person's place of work. True story, it happened. Not the conversation topic of courting. I also went to the Prince Charles Cinema in Leicester Square, a cinema I've gone to for many, many years, although I'm not yet a member, and saw a sandwich board outside that said that Stanley Kubrick's 2001 Space Odyssey would be presented in 70mm. I asked inside, and they said it would be around the time of my birthday. So that, too, is now on my birthday list. I think it's about time for an irrelevant tangent. And during my walk, I saw... I think it was on Regent Street, a lady with a St. Bernard on a lead, which was a terrible day to take your St. Bernard out for a walk because it's way too hot and these dogs are huge. I haven't seen that breed of dog for many years. And it struck me that it seemed to be the sort of breed that would occur when a lunatic tries to breed a canine lion. They are absolutely humongous. Then I cut the trip a little shorter than I hope it would be. I was going to stay there till evening. I only stayed there till afternoon when it became evident that I might faint, which isn't hyperbole, but actual fact. I honestly felt like fainting. I don't think I've actually felt like that before. It felt terrible. So I really had to finish the trip. That meant only having time to breathe in and out of Hamleys and Selfridges. At least I did get my photographs, and you can expect me to be working hard on photoshopping cover images and tweaking my book for Kindle publication very, very soon. Earlier today when I was <laughs> writing up my show notes... I again realised that I had a sore neck, which isn't just for cockneys or moss in the IT crowd. Do you remember? Cockney neck. I had thought because of all the gardening I was doing, it was because of overstraining my shoulders, but not really. I think it has been from spending so much time sitting down in front of the computer. I could feel it when I was writing up the notes. I can feel it right now. So maybe it is ointment time. Next time, you can expect a rewatch episode of Doctor Who, The Time Monster. That is coming very, very soon. And also, after that, you will get a regular Everything Nerd episode. See you soon. This show is produced, presented, and edited by me, Roy Martha, a writer. Martha is spelt M-A-T-H-U-I. You can find more about me or get in touch at RoyMartha.com. For further reading, there's a link to the show notes in the description of this episode. 
If you want to help, please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen and recommend it to a friend. Although I would quite like some more reviews in Apple Podcasts. You are listening to Crash, the UK Geek Show, episode 275, recorded on Wednesday, 3rd of July 2019, and the time at the end of the show is 22.50.51. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye!